show. We're rolling. Okay, are we, are we rolling? We're do we want to do we want to do a secondary record? Or I mean, it was probably just a fluke. I uh, turned yeah, I on the Audacity yesterday when we started it, and it was still running when I reopened this laptop today. So I have a 24-hour Audacity of yesterday. Uh, I may cut down to the first yeah. 45 minutes and see if there's anything there. Uh, and then we yeah. at least have audio. But right. given our technical expertise, if you look at the panel today, ladies and gentlemen, this is tuned in next week. And we have uh, three RT Crafty engineer types. All of us work in media. All of us uh, can tell other people how to do exactly what we're doing. It's part of what we do for a living. And you can see that we're doing all kinds of things. Well, we're doing pretty well so far. But uh, it is what it is. You should, too, have a podcast. That's my plug for the day. Uh, why don't we introduce ourselves? I can see y'all. I don't know if y'all see me or not. But in counter, oh, yeah. the counterclockwise goes like this. But I don't know if y'all see that after, after right. <laughs> I Matt, why don't Jacob. you tell us who you are and you can start, <laughs> man. Uh, well, I am the uh, the faceless voice in this recording because we're keeping the recording for just the pretty people. So we got Boos up on top there, <laughs> oh, Joe Ferguson no. up on top. Uh, we got Jacob White on the left side of the bottom of the screen, and we got a you look pretty. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can see. Pretty pretty boy, pretty. I can see. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a limitation of Hangouts that I can't put myself in the screen. I might actually have to use Zoom because of that. Yeah, I was wondering why, because I want to look at myself. I was wondering why I can't see me. <laughs> I recorded Al and Teresa this morning. Before I go on, and of course we have Ed Bowie on the uh, on the right bottom side of the screen, and he is the, the patriarch of this show. I'm in, and I'm in the wrong place, this whole idea about the good-looking people. Yet again, I find myself on the wrong group. But no, I story of my life. In first grade, I knew I don't belong here, and that's how I feel again. Again, wrong group. Pretty I did people. Al and Teresa's show. We did their show at eleven today via Hangouts, and that was Al's biggest complaint: is he couldn't see himself. Yeah. Right. What do I look okay. like? Let's move to Zoom right. then. I got to be honest. I'm. I don't want to see me, but I'm disturbed by uh, seeing you, knowing you won't be in the thing the public will see once we give it to TV. <laughs> But what's the public seeing right now is what the three of us then, right? Yeah, yeah the three of okay. y'all. Uh, I can so. I can steal my camera from here so that y'all can't see me, but the public could see me. Well, we should uh, switch to Zoom then because we're technologically elite and we want to use whatever works, even if hackers can break in and ruin our podcast. Yeah, and the Chinese are already watching AOC, so. I assume <laughs> Zoom works, but I haven't tested it myself, so I don't really know. Uh, we did some family Zoom stuff. It worked real well. Even, it, even it, uh, it, it's easy. It works well. It's and it's actually, it's a better image and, and better audio than we get out of, out of Hangouts. And fun backgrounds. Well, then we'll have to make this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the, about that. That's, that's level two. Is the free version yeah. limited yeah. to like 40 minutes? I had heard that, like that. If you got the free version, you only had 40 minutes on it or something like There's that. There's a time yeah, it's thing, like a half, right? hour. Yeah. half hour. Because okay. my parents did that and they had to keep like adding time and you saw them like purchasing the time for the okay. music. Yeah. Oh my like, God. Yeah, yeah. I have to stay. Like, that's their money again model. Later. And everybody yeah. in the world's going to be switching to something like if it's not Hangout or FaceTime or uh, Zoom, this is the new lowest common and not and i thought this is the, the ubiquitous way to communicate now mm -hmm. uh, people will be doing this picture stuff as routinely as they used to do text uh because of what we're going through now that's one of those life changes <laughs> boosie uh, boosie's looking around like it's one of those things at the beginning of a partridge family or the brady bunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to like yeah. the, yeah. the other two I, how do i look to see you guys 
No, I just yeah. no noise and crap going on in the background. Still have the TV in the living room being all loud. It's probably got an audio expert on the on the thing, man. He's driving. I guarantee he's got switches in front of him that makes some of that background noise go away. Got like three yeah. filters and things. Speaking of which, I got to yeah, turn go. off my other computer so it quits whirring. Okay. Yeah. So. Man, another <laughs> cool way you can like add yourself into like say a hangout is uh, I mean using OBS you would have to do the same thing as for recording the video of the three cameras but you could set them up you could almost have the same input like your internet tab window you could add that as a source three or two or three times however many guests you have um, and then use cam twist as another input and you can just put put all four of you in the same window if you wanted it does tax the computer a little bit but yeah, there's a plugin you, know. you can get for OBS where, in theory, I could uh, I could send my program out from OBS as my uh, camera Input. here. Yeah. Oh, neat. But it's, you got to plug it into OBS. It's like a download and a code change and things like that. Oh, that's cool. I'm yeah. not ready. I'm not ready. Well, um, on this on this topic, uh, uh, one of my favorite books from back in the day, Infinite Jest. You know, he's written in 1996. But it's taking place around this time, and there's video conferencing. Everybody's talking via video. But the big thing is masks. You, you, you know, you don't wear the mask. You yeah. have a digital mask. But nobody wants to look crappy. So there's all these masks that not only allow you to look good, but allow you to look engaged. Because the thing about being on the right. phone is, you it's know, false you fronts, can, you, yeah. You can think they're paying yeah. attention, but you don't have to pay attention and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like the mask makes it look like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, this is really interesting. Well, that's what these kids are. Some of these kids with distance learning are doing Snapchat. already. Is they're they're creating a loop of themselves and plugging it in instead of the real self. So the teacher yeah. sees them moving, and they Seth think, Rogen. well, Junior's paying attention back there. And as long as it's engaged, like you say, uh, the kid can be off doing whatever kids are going to do uh, and getting away with it. I've yeah, they actually. I've pre-recorded my whole part in this conversation. <laughs> See, that, that's that. the timing of the rest of us. That speaks well of the rest of your team here. We're you know, the <laughs> questions we're about to ask right when we're about to ask. <laughs> yeah, my sister is doing a lot of it. She's like in software stuff, and she's doing a lot of this remote work. And, uh, you know, the, I guess her work can tell if she's actually working. Oh, yeah. If, if oh, yeah. She, and so that there's a mode you can put your computer on called caffeinated which makes it look like you're doing stuff. I don't know. It's all, it's all Just opening and closing windows. And yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It's like certain games you can play. It's like they base your rank, some of your ranking score on how much you're clicking per minute and stuff like that. And it's like, how wow. many, it's like Starcraft, you just like is clicking. You could just see people's mouse clicks like all over. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a combination of all those things. But the, the boss who is letting you work from home will be watching you through the camera, just like I'm watching you right now. And so I'll at least know you're in front of it if I'm in fact not being faked out by a looping video. And then I will occasionally speak to you and then I can count your clicks and search your, you know, the, the, we're sharing documents. Yeah. So the work from home is really this idea that you're going to get away with anything. I think it just creates a better work environment and uh, it's it's a whole lot more comfortable and less expensive yeah. if you're not paying rent regardless, stuff like that. I'd see this is a big deal. I really yeah, do. yeah. Well, well, and especially yeah. with employment, it's not as concerning. Uh, uh, you, you know, those aspects of it aren't as concerning. But when it comes to school systems, I don't know if you've heard some of the scandals where, you know, every kid gets a laptop. And in Pennsylvania, they had people, they had administrators, people who had access just watching kids, 
taking oh, yeah. pictures, all kinds of oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there was a very light, hushed settlement in that case. But I mean, that is some spooky stuff right there. Was that the situation Watching where, my like, child? Yeah, yeah, where they were like getting in on private conversations and stuff, like that, that like and, private and, GMs and, and stuff. Well, and and not only that, but just using the camera to record video and images of these kids at home. Oh, yeah, wow. a little junior high school kid takes That's the crazy. computer home, sets it up on his or her desk. Yeah. Does a quick I know TikTok what I was doing in before junior you know high school. The, the principal's so over there at his house checking in on on little Susie yes. and so forth. And that that kind of stuff, that's one of the reasons getting technology into uh, what's the appropriate use. Every kid, in my opinion, every kid should have at minimum uh, a high quality controlled access to the internet uh, and a device that they can, a laptop or a, a good high quality pad, not just a phone. That ought to be yeah. a human right in our country. Uh, Everybody has it, and it's, you, you know, Wi-Fi, or maybe you have to go to a Wi-Fi. Everybody has it, and it's affordable or even free. You ought to have a tool, particularly if you're a student. But the downside of all that is, holy cow, the propaganda possibilities, the the perversion of the intent, and just there's just all kinds of hassle. Not to mention, yeah. how do we make money by selling them a new textbook every year? Well, you're selling new software yeah. every year or whatever. You, know, you can yeah. still make money. Uh, but we we shouldn't be there shouldn't be any such thing as textbooks anymore. Uh, they, those are archival things you study out of, and uh, everything else is available to you because you're a human in our community. That's my yeah. That's, well, well, that's my uh, future yeah. world here. I think it's it's uh, easy to make that argument when it comes to medical technology. At least for me, you know, the idea that I can't access some bit of tech or uh, uh, a a procedure that humans have come up with because right. I don't have enough stuff to give humans. You know, that seems totally indefensible when you start going down that rabbit hole. Uh, it, maybe it is a little bit more difficult to make that argument when it comes to, well, not with textbooks either, because this comes back to, this is, this is the knowledge that we as humans have accumulated. Why, why, why is we it have it proprietary? Yeah. Why it shouldn't be. And especially, especially when it comes to the research that is almost completely sponsored by taxpayer dollars, <laughs> which is then not allowed. To, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Man. Yeah, so I'm on the fence about like record keeping. I, I believe there should be a digital copy as well as well redundant digital copies, and then you know having a hard copy somewhere in some secure location, kind of like a seed bank type of thing, like yes. some crazy archive. Just in case digital goes away, you know it has the very big possibility of doing so. So I, d I uh, download Wikipedia every week just to make sure. I <laughs> that's the whole like thing. Gigs, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like all that long ago that those poor kids at UL were being taught how to make a DVD. You know, so digital digital is going to be something <laughs> different pretty darn soon. They're, and they're we're literally we literally are stuck with VHS tapes. We are stuck with VHS tapes. What can we do with this archival VHS tapes? I remember the first time I saw a VHS tape. I had kids. I was this is not that long ago for me. I, had, I have kids, and they say that's a tape. You're kidding me. That's not for real. No, man, that machine right there is playing a digital tape of them guys. It's a fight. These and it was like holy cow. The future is never going to be the same. <laughs> and now, what's a tape? Who needs that stuff? I know, man. It's crazy. It's, it's moving crazy. so fast, respectively. It's, it's the best in the worst time to be alive. 
It really is. <laughs> you can't have more stimulation. You can't have more opportunity. You can't have more problems. You can't. You've already got a plague. You can have. We're going to have more plague as we reopen out of stupidity and too much testosterone behind the wheel, uh, proving that they're tough. Uh, a lot of people are going to pay for that. But so and it's the it's the best of times and the worst of times. All right. Do you guys think uh, that the strike is real or a hoax? Like it was set up at the same time, or if it was. Like it's been wanting that people are just impatient and they don't realize what the hell they're doing to get back to work so early. Kind of well, there's there's a lot of evidence that those that all of those different states respective strikes are AstroTurf from the same entity yeah, who created all these websites on the, on the same day. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. family is involved. Doesn't mean that they're not activating a lot of people who don't know in this astroturf, and it fires up a lot of emotions. Uh, but, but but that uh, brings us back to what we were talking about yesterday on our Lost episode. Uh, how how much effort went into that? How many dollars went into that? And why can't we do that? But but protest the pilfering of our trillions of dollars of taxpayer money that, that's happening. Well, you right know, now the reason we can is because we don't want to stand too close together, and they do. Agreed. <laughs> so the, uh, the, agreed. But the and the the other hand is we don't seem. And I mentioned this yesterday. Start the conversation. I don't think we want to talk about why can't we deal with the issue. I think we're stuck talking about the issue. He said so and so. He said so and so. What he can't say that he he can't say that. I think we ought to get past what he said and and amongst our side, <laughs> we need. To say, we already said it's intolerable. That's that's redundant. It's intolerable. We need to say, go on strike or meet us at the crossroads with your pitchforks or uh, don't go to work. Or if you're in a position to not pay taxes, don't pay your taxes or uh, some sort of means of peaceful protest. Or if you know anything about history at all, prepare to die or have other people die on your behalf. And this is the yeah. time. And I mean, I'm not like I'm not like some radical Q9 guy or anything, but this is the time. I, I know enough about history to know what's going on here. This is the, the shits that happening is not being made up. It's not fake news. Uh, th these bodies yeah. are put in the ground yeah. are not decoys. This is real stuff. Yeah, if you thought the populism of 2016 was was uh, powerful, wait till the populism of 2020. The question is, who will benefit? Yeah, you know, and right now it's it's nativism. I mean, right now I don't see Biden capitalizing on it. I mean, Biden's not capitalizing on anything; he's hiding. You know, uh, so I, I I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, my my, my magic eight ball is saying eight more years of what we got now yeah, because see, I think I, we're gonna. I I, gonna, I cannot <laughs> allow myself. I cannot allow myself to believe. <laughs> I, I, can't. I mean, I understand and I know why you're saying that. And I said it in 16. I said, no way in the world. And I went, yes, I know y'all said he won, but something's wrong. He didn't win. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I yeah. honestly think Biden's going to win just because nobody in their right mind after the next. See, we've got a lot more death to go. We've got a lot more dirt to go. A lot yeah, we'll get over a million before November. He's he's hoarding face masks that he literally intercepted on their way to Michigan. He the, those things are oh, the few multiple blue states. Those people that are swayable and they're not many. So Biden wins, and then we still have a new problem. Biden winning is awesomely good news, but it doesn't mean we have a good president. It just means we got Biden. Uh, we still got a lot of. <laughs> 
We really, I mean, no, I, I'm a no I, Biden I, fan. Believe me, I think he's as corrupt as the rest of them with a better attitude. Uh, I, I'm just, I, I'm kind of with Bill Maher on this one. Like, what makes us think that the election results come in, Biden wins, Biden wins by a landslide? Say, say Biden wins by a landslide. What's going to change? Well, no, no, no. Hmm. What's to say that Trump leaves office? I mean, I, I think I think we're squaring up for civil war too. That's part of how history would portray it, and you know, the the part of me says, "No, we can't go that far. He can't leave. They'll just go in there and handcuff him and drag him out." Yeah, but history says they will go to the door of the place, and he will have activated some nut job militia from Montana. And yes, the, is there a, is there a safe room in the White House? He'll be in a safe room, but the 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 shooting starts. I mean, yeah. He, and depending on where the shooting starts and who shoots at who, uh, we've got a lot of people itching to shoot somebody. I mean, they, yeah. they, they really are anxious to shoot somebody. Maybe they'll shoot themselves. Uh, but they, there's, there's a lot of anger and hostility, and they're armed. And him losing an election is not going to make them suddenly go away and say, damn, bad luck on the election. Particularly, yeah. <laughs> he's going to call the whole thing a fraud from the get-go. Yeah. Uh, they're going to believe it's a fraud. There'll be no efficacy in the win. And he's not going to go away. He's already got people giving him radio broadcast power. Uh, so he will be as much of a media force out of office as he is in office. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the hope is that if, if we can get him out of that building, that he's got, you know, millennia of charges. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy should definitely spend the rest of his life in jail if, if there's any sort of justice. Well, but, you, you, know. you really haven't seen the end of the movie. There is no justice. He goes on to, well, not screw us all. But, yeah. Uh, that kisses. That's a cool dog that's right there. That's his hand. You're in sleeping over there. Yeah. I hear some birds in your yard, Ed. Yeah, there's a lot of birds out here. I mean, the trees are blowing. It's, uh, it's like tropical in the backyard. Yeah, I enjoyed Boozy's uh, uh, festival joke today. <laughs> Bring me an umbrella. I'm out here at house. Yeah, I'm missing festival, man. I mean, obviously, it's nice to not have to schlep, yeah, but there's, uh, damn, man, it's. <laughs> I thought it had something to do with your plumbing boost. I thought you were. It was like running from your ceiling, and I was like, I don't really get it, but I'm just gonna keep my stupidity to myself. Yeah. No, I figured some people might not get it, so I, that's why I put the wink, wink, just in case. But um, yeah. <laughs> at least that let me know it was a joke and not a strike. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'll, I'll like text nine one one like five times. If, uh, <laughs> uh, talking about uh, more of this whole what's going to happen. You heard at Oktoberfest in Germany was canceled. Damn! Wow. So that's they in New Orleans has said no more no more conventions. They don't know what to do about the Saints, but they canceled all the festivals in New Orleans from the end of this year. Those big giant twenty five thousand dollar conferences where people pack in, y'all can't come here this year. That's big yeah. stuff. That's a year. They're talking. So this yeah, I mean, up and it, come I, back to work stuff is then. I hate always being a doomsayer, but I mean, there is no avoiding a depression. There is no avoiding it. Yeah, we're going to be playing a new kind of economy, no doubt about it. Yeah. In fact, I'll I'll make which long term is is probably a really you know these are the kind of pivots that needed to be made. It's funny that we're having to make them, you know, on this pestilence time scale, rather than being able to gear into it like we might have been able to if we took. 
climate change seriously 25 years ago. Yeah, well, we've got climate change. And, and just to predict in a negative fashion, like I frequently do, hurricane season's coming up. And, and it's projected just, to be a bad one. We're just going to be coming out of what uh, this phase one. Uh, and there, I mean, and there was uh, the economy will have crashed. People going back to business will find out the business is closed, and then we'll have hurricane season. Then it'll be cold, and the flu will be back. And they're talking this coronavirus will be back when the flu comes back. So we are conceivably in for at least a year of bad stuff across the board. I mean, there's just almost no way you can be happy. We can have music. We can, and probably will have great music and great art and some incredible comedy and poetry and suicide and death and uh, a lot of disease and heartbreak and uh, maybe communal living will become popular again. It's already on the rise among younger people. Uh, it, it almost makes sense that you, you share the accommodations like in the old days, four people, five people, uh, two families living in one house, uh, those kind of things. Yeah. Like right now we have the privilege. You know, I got a house that could house ten people, and everybody would be okay. And I'm living here with my wife. You know, it, it's crazy. Uh, those kind of things are going to be forced upon us by uh, the shrinking opportunities. You know, I'm not going to let my kids sleep outside, but he lost forty percent of his income, and his uh, his girlfriend, his housemate, lost all of hers. So you know, if they can't pay the house note, they're going to get kicked out. Uh, there's no magic. Uh, Twelve hundred dollars ain't going to help them, so they're going to yeah. move somewhere, and they might move somewhere cheaper because the economics of, of real estate will go down some. But they may have to move here just to be off the street. Yeah, that's where we we all need to be attuned because you know there's going to be a moment. We don't. I don't know what it is, but in the next few months, there's going to be a moment where, if if we capitalize on it, if we're willing, you know, if everybody's got their hazmat suits sewn together. We could make a change by getting together in masses safely and, and, and you know, being nonviolent. I know we have to be nonviolent, but with the threat of violence and, and we make some changes because, look, productivity isn't going to go down that much through all this productivity. Yeah, it will dip. But I mean, if you look at the chart, it's dipping to what, 2010 levels. I mean, I mean, there, there are still resources. There are, there, you know, you know, you know, that pie isn't getting much smaller, but the access to the pieces is being threatened. And so what we got to do is, is threaten back. Uh, well, and like, I don't know what that looks like. Follow history, it becomes violent. First you go on peaceful strikes. Yes. Then you go on less peaceful strikes, and then you go to straight-up violence. And how far the yeah. violence goes depends on if you have a good election or not. If your election goes yeah. one way or the other, then you have perpetual violence, or you have a, a non-contested election, and people calm down. And they, they agitate, but they don't have agitation to the degree they have it now. And maybe this isn't going to follow history, although I don't know why I would say that. It's called history for a reason. It happens over and over. There's their cycles, and cycles oh, well. of how whatever we call ourselves great societies uh, i remember when i was like first grade somebody said you know man uh, great societies over the last 200 years and the united states is 199 years old that means next year <laughs> we're all doomed and i said what are you talking about he said roman empire 200 years china 200 years oh it comes back to the fact that there are cycles that do repeat yeah and everything my, my, my favorite my yeah. favorite line to illustrate this is is Hegel's line what we learn from history 
is that we do not learn from history. Yeah. Well, we're proving that right now as we go back yeah. to work. You know, I'm a believer that they go back to work too early. I think that's going to pop some people upside the head. I'm glad I don't live in Georgia. I really yeah. am in Atlanta, Georgia. It's hot. It's dense. Uh, high density of African-Americans who seem to be more susceptible. That's Man, I love funny. my fair share of conspiracies and stuff. But like a couple of years ago during the Jade Home thing uh, with Walmarts, they were shipping like body-sized plastic casket-sized things in in truckloads train loads and just dropping them off in georgia and michigan area so it's like it's crazy man it's like is that a coincidence i don't know and they're opening up first it's just interesting to think about uh, i think opening up first is strictly a matter of testosterone and, and macho driven uh and can be very much a coincidence tough guy. yeah i'm, I'm not yes. a, and i haven't seen anybody die and this is a guy who said oh, i just learned yesterday this stuff uh is communicable or something. What did he say? Uh, oh, it takes my God. 15 days or wash your hands. The governor of Georgia, yeah, it was like, I just learned yesterday that this is communicable between people or some insane statement. Uh, speaking of insane statements, the lieutenant governor of Texas, who said grandparents would be more than happy to die than to give their kids a break, heard what he said <laughs> yesterday. Life isn't everything. That's, he said yesterday, life isn't everything. Okay. <laughs> wow okay then <laughs> well he's probably got that afterlife all lined up but yeah well that. that afterlife thing is influencing a lot of people too yeah <laughs> okay jacob you seem to have frozen have you left your picture frozen oh. okay there I don't you go. <laughs> i'm just taking it all in i'm he's, he's just got it break. looping so you think it's productivity <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I feel the least productive. I feel the least productive. I've been doing some shooting around the house, but, you know, my whole task at AOC is like, you know, looking in people's faces and say, yeah, we can, maybe we can do that. The other people say we can't. We can. So I feel especially useless through all No, that. man, we got to pull you more into production yeah, for sure. Uh, AOC right now is probably doing more good work uh, by being in the right place at the right time and doing the right thing. Uh, we're this yeah. edge stuff and this uh, allowing people to watch the council meeting that's huge uh in fact we made the the whatever you call that thing the acm the uh, president is sharing to the other people look what they're doing in lafayette this kind of shit because it's uh this is the real reason we're here and with a little effort we can facilitate people from home and we will not have lost anything but that slavish attitude of shooting for people uh you know shoot your own damn whatever uh, yeah okay, it's also we're providing education this is really close to work uh, how about them saints huh you think they're going to play ball in the in the kitchen the football field there? right i mean you would think so are you going to have super bowl uh, what do you call that thing in the superdome are you going to play, put play with big game? with no people in the in the stands i don't see why not i mean man that's what that's what the real reason that we have all these right-wing protests for is they don't these people don't have anything to occupy their time so you want to we give need to give them their sports back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing yeah. they like. Do you think we ought to have people back together like that? Well, I, I, I only mean for the the uh, athletes. I don't think we should be filling stadiums. I think they the athletes on Madden. <laughs> <laughs> That's how war should be held, you know, video games. You get three lives. Yeah. You've been yelling it out thinking everybody gets a Game Boy or whatever to play Madden. And get <laughs> Uh, you know, drink it that on their sofa and get your rocks off. And 
because uh, there's going to have to be some ways to diffuse all this pent-up. Uh, uh, if you don't have movie stars to get all hyped up about or sports to get hyped up about, uh, a lot of people don't do the like I do with getting hyped up about politics. They got to have something. So uh, it's an opportunity to stick something in front of them, make them go for it. The new pet that, rock. That, uh, that brings up the, the point that I often make on our show, Ed, uh, which is that there is a wide open niche begging for a few million dollar investment to have a news channel a la ESPN that actually has, you know, when they, when they have somebody on, they don't have some unrelated stats going by like they do on news. They have stats related to the discussion they're talking about, stats related to the people on screen, the, the way that ESPN does it where you actually have pertinent stats that are related to the discussion being had right now and you make it fun. Some, somebody could do this and it would be popular, man. Figuring out the presentation that will hold people's attention is the bottom line. And yeah, now what holds people's attention is very, very short, probably animated or, or nudity. Uh, you trigger the lizard <laughs> brain stuff, and then you got them. The I, 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 I disagree. I think it's been presented incorrectly. Uh, it, it, people can't consume an intellectual conversation anymore. They're too distracted. I too much I that's that's much not true. No, no. The, the the point is that people are less susceptible to the interstitched uh, 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 advertising when you have long length discussions. People are absolutely able to absorb these discussions and participate in them, but they're not necessarily going to be so ready to blow their money on lizard brain stuff. So so the commercials aren't going to be as effective on See, something like that. That's people, why we I have people will be able to hold their attention that long. No, so you're thinking people, about like misunderstanding people. You're Go thinking ahead. about multi like here. The multitasking on the same idea rather than just like multitasking several no, things no. on the same screen type of like we no, talk no, about yeah. the information for the show. Yeah, but I don't mean multitasking at all. I mean like unitasking. I mean when you have Bill Crystal up and he's talking about this and that, you have his record and you have where he is now and where he was five years ago and the things that he supported and the things he didn't and 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 color code as to whether he was right or wrong historically. Somebody. Somebody who could do real-time vetting of the statements would be uh, beyond beyond yeah. excellent. And I don't think the technology yeah. is not that far away. Color-coded. It's red or red or green or in the middle it's yellow. Uh, it's, so it's kind of like my pacer when I'm walking. If it's blue, I'm going too slow, so i got to walk until it turns green. Uh, <laughs> that's how you consume your information. Uh, on yeah. The other hand, now people don't, they don't consume their information to get the they they're told that it's a lie or not so whether the thing is blue or green well that that wasn't really green you saw that was yellow and it was a lie anyway so uh who who trusts the vet or that's the journalist yeah. we don't have well and that's sort yeah. of the thing is they're not uh, they're not vetting them for expertise now they're vetting them based on ratings and the people who get right. the highest ratings meaning the highest number of viewers and viewers who watch consistently are people who uh, argue and, and create a spectacle and that's just that's, that's lowest common denominator that's the way our uh, our entire capitalist entertainment yes, system works capitalism and media clash or capitalism and journalism clash uh, yes that's why something 
as small and, and, uh, and seemingly minuscule as we are, that's things like AOC are important, uh, where at least somebody can get some traction in the in the conversation without having to have a lot of money and influence and power and uncensored. Uh, and that's why things like BBC are like respected news organizations, because at least and they've changed a lot over the years, but at least at first they were a government run news organization so their job they were working for the people literally uh, like our journalists say they are (laughs) but they're really working for advertisers yeah yeah can you imagine uh well we do have one now fox news is practically a government run station so uh uh, government government funded but not run is kind of the independence of, of the funding has to be some sort of secured and that that's where the capitalism takes them. You, you can't, we can't do that. We've got to make profit off of this or else. Yeah. And, that, and that's where it comes back to policy changes. I mean, we, you know, you know, just imagine there's a world where our policymakers aren't completely captured by industry for a moment. Uh, you know, we could definitely write regulation. We could write uh, a pots of money that would facilitate what we're talking about. It's, it's, it's not science fiction you know we just need uh we need we need uh civil society to work together this is coming back to what we were talking about yesterday but we need for civil society to work more closely together to maybe set down the individual weapons that they're holding and agree on what we need to do first is to solve that first problem which is capture by industry of the levers of policy you have to start a super PAC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, super PAC to end all super PACs. That's what it is, because that's that's the reason they're winning the game is because the people who have money pay the lawyers who can write the laws, the lobbyists, and then the lobbyists write the laws, and then politicians cl- cling onto it. You know, if their constituency will go along with it. Well, 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 well. I don't think it's much uh, that Matt. You, you were right up until politicians cling to it because the people that pay for their re-election campaigns are the ones saying, "Hey." introduce this bill yeah for so sure that's what yeah th- that's, that's a big part of it change. but a big part of it too is is yeah they're they've got to be able to sell it to their constituents too so that's why it gets like vanilla you know as vanillaized as possible and why a lot yeah. of things get hidden in those laws is because you know the the people paying for it want a certain result and the politicians have to both bow to those masters who pay for it and bow to the the public but you know the public's kind of easy if you're charismatic yes. i guess well and if you have a uh, capture of the media mechanisms as well because then you can just say oh well it's this and this and it's not it's all this too stay, stay mm-hmm. tuned for 10 more minutes and let's talk a little more about this that doesn't happen in most cases it, it does on john oliver it does on bill maher interestingly we're kind of re- reverting to what we were talking about yesterday but uh, it seems that the place where we have the most innovation in regards to journalism, as I see it, uh, uh, are, are, are comedic entities. You know, the, the places where we're, we're getting this kind of hour-long... Like they have through history. There's always yeah. been the comic uh, who, who told the truth and... Uh, this it's is a pretty the, easier way to digest it. You know, it's just well, like... They're super... Yeah. Super important to, to you know, write how we digest it. And th- that goes back to the problem that if the comedians are ethical and their jokes enlighten people because their people are willing to consume it and it enlightens them to the truth, that's a good kind of comic. 
But if the comic isn't ethical and he's willing to use com comedy to introduce um, malware to the brains of the consumers, then comics are just as bad as everybody else. They're just well, the delivering information. Yeah, but then that brings up a really interesting philosophical. Yeah, sure, it's, it's, sure, but 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 I think that this discussion is actually super interesting, and I don't think I've thought along this line exactly before. But uh, stick with me for just a second, okay? The shows that I'm talking about are uh, name a show that is that is promoting conservative ideology that's funny. <laughs> well, a lot of people would say I was going like to say Walden Johnson. Walton and Johnson is one like prime local example, but a lot of people would yeah. say that Rush Limbaugh is funny. A lot of people would say Trump is funny, and a lot of people say part of Donald Trump's success is his comedic timing. He's like Very got the timing of a comedian. He does, but and I they, see what you're saying. But take, yeah. Oh, keep going, Matt. Keep well, going. I was just going to say that, like, I think their version of comedy comedy is more of like the bullies comedy, like the comedy that I used to do when I was a kid. Before I understand, stood the difference is if you can get a crowd to laugh at one person. A lot of times, it yes. seems like it's comedy, but it's really just bullying. Yeah. Yes. Want to look cool. great point? Yeah. yeah. That that that. The ethics between a bully and a com comedy, a comedian who's using contemporary information. Uh, mm. Comedy wow. penetrates a whole lot of. Uh, it creates. It, it does. It, it gets to a lot of filters that other kinds of communication don't. Yes. And, and our com our comedians and our, our authors are super duper important right now. People create music that we listen to. Those guys are more critical than they're ever going to get credit for, and they of course they don't organize. You can't organize that stuff uh, but they can they have a huge influence on how the next round of our lives are going to be uh, yeah and, and how we relate to jake with the, with what i was saying was it's radio versus tv and that can create a whole yeah. different dynamic you know for each different broadcast type so i mean it depends yeah yeah that is interesting that air america failed utterly as the kind of counter to rush and the gang but when it comes to when it comes to that visual media, uh, uh, it's it's mostly, uh, as far as my memory serves, uh, more so-called liberal entities making um, news-based comedy. So so the radio works uh, on the conservative comedy, and the visual media works more. I mean, I'm generalizing uh, on liberal comedy. But it's like I don't traditional. Know, I'm going to think about this. But I think you're you're more right than you know. I think it's like you know, just the, the audiences for each of those different types of things. You know, I mean, you can yeah. sort of reflect who who they're backing, kind of thing. Huh. When you're also know. doing something else, when you're when you listen to the radio, you're almost always otherwise engaged. You know, maybe. Well, I mean, I know people watch Rush on his. You know, he he does the video thing, but uh, I don't know. I mean, is there something about? Viewing it with with your bells and whistles that I, I I'm not sure I'm kind of just pissing in the wind right now I got to think about this. I just think conservative humor is based on anger to me most of it and liberal or not conservative humor is is there's a fair amount of anger there too but it's not hostility all the time it's not uh, it's not as aggressive uh, I think more more humor is liberal than is conservative. Almost well, well, it's hard to be against everything and be funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and Matt's point is well taken here. 
uh, be, be, re regarding the idea that uh, conservative humor, we'll call it, uh, is very much focused on pointing at the other and laughing. And right. these liberal these liberal news comedy shows are very much more taking the other and 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 magnifying them and saying, "Hey, this is you." We, we you know, however, whatever plight specifically affects this other that we're talking about right now, you know, that that's one step removed from you. You know, first they came for the socialists and the, whatever the hell the stupid line is. Yeah, it's first like they came for the Buddhists. Solution type of thing. Yeah. Anywho. This is pretty heavy. We did so we had real conversation here. What happened? <laughs> I got a pee. So how long is this? <laughs> <laughs> We've been going a long time. So I'm a, I'm I pretty much have my attention span is reaching uh, almost the expiration date as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, totally serious that I could log on and have a conversation almost in the afternoon. The rest of you want to call it? Uh, yeah, I'm into it. I just it's feel cool. like I don't want to provoke everybody else to sit down because the boss says I want to do a podcast. But uh, oh, no, it's good content, man. Uh, Sometime before two, say let's do one at three, and and uh, I'm, unless I'm, you know, I, I would like to be previously occupied, but I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah. and otherwise, I'll talk to y'all at ten in the morning, right? We haven't moved tomorrow morning's uh, regular thing. Huh? Yeah. I'll be there. Bada bing, man. Love you guys. Fingers crossed. Yeah, stop and record. Hey. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> before you go to pay, I'm seeing. <laughs> See y'all.